and welcome everyone to the Jeanette Byro podcast. I am so thrilled to have you guys here joining in as we dive into the world of expanding consciousness. I am a medium, a channeler, and this podcast is an outlet for me to share messages from the Ascended Masters to light beings to archangels and more. And especially, I love sharing the messages from other people on this planet who are exploring consciousness for themselves and willing to share their experiences so that we can all learn because no experience is the same. So thanks for joining the show. I hope you enjoy it. All right, and welcome everyone to the Jeanette Biro podcast. I'm Jeanette Biro, and I'm so excited to have a special guest with me today, Elise Cathery. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me back. Yes, nice to have you. And for those of you that have checked out uh, Avalon Spirit Spirit Coffee Talk, uh, Elise and Lisa Richmond and I, we chat every Friday um, and talk about the things that are happening and this you can find on the Avalon Spirit YouTube page. So I definitely encourage you guys to check that one out as well. But for today, Elise is joining me. She is also a medium and intuitive at Avalon Spirit. Uh, she kind of specializes on connecting you to your higher self. So if you're really wanting that like deep divine connection to your truth that are coming straight from you, essentially, Elise is really gifted at connecting into that, as well as so many other things like somatic coaching and um yoga like you just are a multifaceted practitioner but today we're going to talk specifically about the Lionsgate portal yeah um so Lionsgate portal uh actually opened in July and it's basically Lionsgate portal is when the sun the stars Sirius and Gaia earth actually all are in alignment which creates this like amplification of energy it opens in July but it peaks specifically today, August 8th, it peaks and uh, it will close on the 12th. So there's a really heightened, intense energy of alignment right now, of manifestation, of higher energy, because the Sirius star system is where there are many really high ascended beings of consciousness. Many of them do connect into the ancient stories in Egypt as well. So there's like a deep alignment there. And so we're going to talk about that today and why why it matters, what we can do about it, and all the good things about the Lionsgate portal. So, Elise, what do you know about the Lionsgate? Oh, well, you know, it's funny. I in years past, I feel like I've been a, a lot more attuned to like reading all the articles and feeling into it and doing all the things. And I have to be honest, this year I felt a bit removed from it, but I will say that one thing I've really noticed both in my intuitive clients with coaching clients, but also within my own life, there's a real focus this year. And I think it, it, it goes back to like all of the change, right? You've talked a lot on the podcast. We've talked on spirit coffee talk about four years of change, totaling about a hundred years worth of change, right? So hundred years in four years. And it's been a lot. And what I'm noticing is in past, there was a lot of things being stalled. People were thinking like, I'm going to start this new business, or I'm venturing into a new career, or I'm calling in a relationship, or I'm healing my body, and all great things. And it's not gone maybe as easy and effortlessly as we would have liked, or maybe things if we're really great at manifesting, calling stuff, and maybe that hasn't been happening as much. And, and not to say that's everybody's experience, but I know for a lot of folks that I've worked with, I know for myself, it's been that way. And I think there's a real focus this year within the Lionsgate that 
that higher um, vibrational portal, because sometimes the portals, the, the energetic portals that we find ourselves in, maybe eclipses or full moons, like they can be really beautiful in light, but they can also be intense and like kind of heavy and like a lot of your stuff comes up and, and and there's a lot of that. And this particular portal within the Lion's Gate this year feels like things are moving. Like we're moving, like all of a sudden nothing's happening, nothing's happening. And then like things just fall into place. And all of a sudden you're like, holy crap, like it's happening. It, things are moving quickly. Um, and it might not be that the thing that you've been calling in or or what you're working towards is like here right in front of you, but it's like both we're physically seeing things moving forward, but we're also feeling it. I know I was just talking to a, a coaching client earlier and we were talking about how there's this real sense of anticipation under the surface. And that can almost trigger in our nervous systems and our bodies, because it doesn't understand always, a fear of like something's wrong. But actually, it's that we like feel the bigness of the things that are starting to come. And so that's really for me, um, with Lionsgate this year, been what I've been noticing. It's 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 intense, but in a like things are happening way. And it feels the energies feel a little bit lighter, even in like the place in the world that I'm in, things feel a little bit lighter. Like people kind of feel a little bit happier. And, and I know we've even talked about that. We've kind of noticed a little bit of heaviness within the collective and like people out in the world and something with the lion's gate feels like we're kind of being given this little bubble of lightness and forward momentum and support in our journeys. And again, that doesn't mean it's easy or it feels all good, but it's just these little bits of noticing that hmm, things are changing. Something's happening. I'm moving forward. I'm feeling that anticipation of something that's coming. Um, and I think that that's really a, if, if you're noticing that it's a testament to the work that you've put in over the last mm -hmm. couple of years mm -hmm. of like the hard stuff that we've all had to work through and in, in varying degrees and also collectively or, or in varying situations and also collectively. Um, but it feels really almost to me as if, you know, those beings in the Sirius star system are almost gifting us this, this like gift basket of like, you've done a lot. And like, here's a little bit of a reprieve. Here's some of the things that you're calling forward that they're happening. Um, not because it's, it's, you know, a hierarchical thing, but just because it's like, we all need that acknowledgement. Like you've been doing the hard stuff. You've been showing up to the work. Um, and, and sometimes that can feel a little thankless if we're honest, right? Life, life has been hard for a lot of folks in a lot of different ways. So I just really feel, I see it as like this kind of gift wrapped bow of like, here's a time to amplify the things that you want. We're, we're helping you move things forward. We're, you know, the snowball, I was, I was talking earlier today, the snowball is starting to roll down the hill and it's picking up speed, um, and good things are coming. So that's really been what I've noticing, what I've been feeling for me in my own life too. Things went from like nothing happening to we're moving, you know, all, literally moving. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been noticing. How about you? Yeah. I love, I love what you're saying. Cause we haven't discussed this. Like we, no. we decided to talk about this today, right mm -hmm. before we hit record. Right. So we didn't have a pre-discussion about the Lionsgate portal. And I think what you're saying is so cool to hear, not only for me, but I think for many people listening, because I have also been getting that this energetic alignment is about having that communication from spirit spirit coming in in whichever form whether it be your guides angels deceased family members or friends coming in to help bring in or clarify or communicate these divine alignments as a result of the work that we've been doing right like each of us individually being triggered being 
pushed into asking ourselves, why do I feel this way? What is this telling me? And we've been doing that for months, if not years, especially since 2020 started. And so if we look at how far we've come, it's about really embracing what we have done to transcend, change, and grow to this point. And then, like you said, being gifted this abundance, this alignment, these manifestations, or at least pieces of them so we can feel like we are actually getting back what we have put in. And I feel that energy and I'm seeing that energy too, even with how spirit is communicating. And so I love that you're seeing that and noticing that too, because it even aligns with the different card readings I've been doing as well. It's about these like completions, alignments, communications, manifestations. And so I think a big thing to express for everyone is to make the most of this time, right? So in this amplified time of that alignment, again, the Sirius star system, some call it the central sun, the great central sun, our sun and earth. And then you're that person on the earth. You're getting that influx of alignment energy, make the most of it in your manifestations. And I think one of the ways we can make the most of what we want to manifest is by clearing out anything that's in the way, in the form of triggers, in the form of, you know, how our bodies are talking to us and our bodies are trying to express things to us all the time through either illness, injuries even, but also where we feel a sensation from an event or an emotion. And and so I think this is perfect that you are on the show today talking about it because you also really specialize in the somatics of it, of what is your body telling you? Where is that trauma or trigger uh, maybe, or even answer laying dormant in your body? So can you explain a little bit about kind of somatics and how what I'm saying actually applies within that realm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Somatics, uh, the word soma means body. So it's really, you know, our physical form. And and when I I think back, it's so funny when we look back at how we get to certain places, because when I think of any challenging time within my life, truly challenging, you know, my dad passing away, um, heartbreaking, you know, breakups or fights with friends or just things, right? Like the stuff that we go through as human beings, for me, every time I think back or to when I think back to every of those events, there was an aspect of my body talking to me, right? When I left my career in human resources, I was having panic attacks and I'd never had panic attacks before. I would literally step into an office and my body would just like self-destruct. I couldn't even cope when I was there. And so, you know, for me, there was often these periods of like, (laughs) I'd ignore it, ignore it, ignore it until it was literally unbearable and something I couldn't even do anymore. And so it, it sent me on this this really interesting journey. And I didn't anticipate that it was going to move into the the body and, and, and what that entails. But for me, you know, and it was always something that I really struggled with when we talk about manifestation or in the wellness or the spiritual world, it's change your thoughts, change your reality. And yes, that is so true. And our thoughts are in our bodies. They are chemical reactions. Emotions are hormones and chemicals moving through our body. That's it. So, and and then our brain attaches meaning to them. And and it's this complex system of our body talking to our brain and our brain talking to our bodies. And we've been taught to ignore that, right? We listen like, oh, I'm hungry. That's often, or I'm tired, or maybe I'm dehydrated. Like those are the main things, ways in which I feel good or I feel bad, but we don't always um, listen to those cues. And what I've learned through my own experiences with my body and then the the trainings and certifications and all the things that I've done, because I just can't get enough of it, 
our bodies are speaking to us in so many different ways. And when I'm doing readings, you know, when we're doing higher self readings, it's like your spirit is driving the car that is your body. So it makes sense that to tune into our bodies is to tune into our higher selves, is to tune into our spirit. Like who's driving the car? Your spirit is, right? Absolutely. So the for so long, they've been disconnected and they're not, right? Science and spirit are so intertwined. Physical human cells, DNA, the, 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 the matter that is vibrating at a slower rate that is our hands and our, you know, the desk and all of those things is no separate than our, no, it is not separate from our spirit. And so for me, you know, that's been the biggest missing piece is like, how do we work with our bodies? How do we work with all of the things happening inside of ourselves to support our spirit self? Because they're not separate. And one of the biggest things was trauma, triggers, the things that happen in our human lives from the moment we are conceived or, you know, the moment that we are consciously aware to the times that we have lived in past lives, if that's something that you believe in. I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do, but not everybody does. Yeah, yeah. And so all of those things carry forth through us, even when we're in utero, you know, we, we pick up on the oscillation of our, of the person carrying us. And so there's, there's so much that can be imprinted on us and there's so much that can be shifted and healed and, and supported. And it's not something that we have to carry forever. And so when you talk about triggers and you talk about things that happen, all of that is stuff living within our bodies and our brains. And, and if we work with those things, that's how we change our thoughts. Not by saying, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. I love myself. I love myself. I'm abundant. I'm abundant. I'm healing. Like, Likely, if we don't believe that internally, it's probably going to create the opposite of what we want because our spirit and our body can call bullshit on us, right? It can say like, mm-hmm. you don't actually believe that you're trying to convince yourself of it. And, and, you know, that's what we've been told we need to do. But it's missing the crucial piece of like, how can I support what is? How can I move through what is? How can I deal with the anxiety or the fears that I'm feeling? Because look around the world, there's a lot of scary things. And there's a lot of hard things that are really creating suffering for people. To turn away from that, I think, is an injustice. And I think it's denying ourselves of the ability to like feel and heal and then create a life that we want for ourselves and for others. So for me, the body, the connection to the body and like holding space for what's happening in our bodies is like mission number one. From that, um, from that we can create. There's a beautiful quote by um, a doctor named Gabor Mate. He did a lot of research in Vancouver. He talks a lot about addiction and trauma and he lived um, uh, East Hastings or Hastings, whatever, where there's a lot of like homeless and or houseless and uh, folks with addictions. And he has this wonderful quote that says, you know, yes, our thoughts create our reality, but first our reality creates our thoughts. And so we have to address that. We have to address Mm -hmm. the experiences that will change the way we think and hurt our hearts and, and things happen, right? And then we can change our reality going forward. That's beautiful. I, and I completely agree. I think one thing we don't fully see the magnitude of is how much our bodies are the vehicle of our experience here, Mm -hmm. right? Like I think I, I know for me, I really, I guess I can only speak from my experience growing up. My thought was to like, my mind was stronger than my body. My will was stronger than my body. My body would have to just deal with whatever I dished out, right? So like, it was kind of this push yourself until you break 
sort of mentality. Mm -hmm. And although in some ways, yes, that taught me grit and will, and I learned how to find my limits and push past them, which opened up the idea of unlimitedness. Mm -hmm. However, it shut down my ability to really listen to my body, which is so intuitive, as is all of ours. I think we often miss the boat of how when we do connect with our body, our intuition actually just goes like way higher than it was before. When we're disconnected from the body, it's really hard to connect into intuition because our 3D physical body is the easiest way for spirit to communicate things by do we notice that uh, chill up our spine when a certain synchronicity happens? Do we notice the feeling in our tummy when someone tells us something and we're questioning the validity of it? Do we notice the feeling in our heart or our chest when you know, we feel like we're swooning over someone and we're recognizing this energetic link? Are we actually paying attention to that? And I think when we do is when the magic of being an embodied spirit on earth, having a human life can really tie it all together is often through the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I remember learning this fact and it just like, I remember when I learned it, it just blew my mind. So we have receptor sites for all of our ability to feel. So we have receptor sites, like I can feel myself touching my skin. You can feel the breeze. You can feel the warmth of the sun. We can see and perceive through our eyes. All of that we have receptors for in our body. We actually have seven times the amount of internal receptors as we do external receptors. So we are primed evolutionarily to feel more internally to the degree of seven times the amount than we can externally. Yet I would venture, and and I am just as much, uh, especially in past before I learned these things and really dove into this world, I was very much that person, right? Yeah, I feel hungry. I feel tired. I feel thirsty, da, da, da. I feel sad, whatever. But it was more focused on external. It was, I was more focused on like what's happening outside of me. Oh, this feels uncomfortable on my skin or this and that and the other thing. And that's, we don't want to lose that. But we've been taught and primed to ignore what is happening inside. And therefore, those those receptor sites start to turn off because they're like, yeah, we're not being used. And so as we start to um, awaken that and, and rewire that, because it's always there for us to tune back into, and it's a practice. And I think that's why a lot of intuitive folks, as they're, well, I think we're all intuitive, but as we start to dive into that, if that's something we want to open up, you do start to feel a lot more in your body. because if our body is our, the vessel of our spirit, like, of course it were, we've been, we've um, evolved to feel internally more than externally, but because we've been so turned off from our bodies, our spirits, all of that, those sites are, are not really turned on right now. And so we need to start that process of paying attention. And it can be like such subtle little things, you know, for when I work with folks and, and it's been such a practice of mine to notice like, I'm feeling really sad. Where do I notice that in my body? I feel it in my chest. I feel some tightness in my throat. Like that's all it is. We're just observing. And like our bodies say so much to us. And and the more we start to pay attention, the more not only will we notice it and that skill will get stronger just as, you know, lifting a, a weight or, or doing a squat or something like that, we will start to have that skill become stronger. I think, you know, it also helps us to open up spiritually and to our our higher selves and our intuition and um all the other things right because the more you always say like notice what you notice if we're not noticing we're not going to notice <laughs> so exactly. we, we have to start that practice which i think 
to your point, like it's not to say that grit and will and determination are not an important thing, right? Sometimes we need to dig deep and and do the things that maybe make us feel uncomfortable. But my my approach is like, let's do those things in teensy tiny ways so that we're not traumatizing our bodies and doing an exactly. all or nothing approach while still holding space to reconnect to those, those sides of ourselves. And sometimes, you know, like you and I have talked about, we both had some uh, periods of our life where our nervous systems and our bodies have been extremely taxed. I'm coming out of one of those phases. And I had an experience a couple of weeks ago where I triggered an insane migraine, one of the worst ones I've ever had, because my nervous system was quite calm. I think there was a lot of things going on, but my nervous system was quite calm. And then I went and did something very physically taxing that actually kind of scared me. And my nervous system was like, holy shit. And I triggered this insane migraine and tension. And like I was incapacitated for almost a week. I can't get massages the way I used to anymore because as my nervous system is calming down, I'm feeling more. And so my body is like, no, we actually don't like that. Please stop. Please stop getting the intense massages. Please stop doing the intense physical fitness because like, we actually don't like that. You've just been numb to it for a long time. And all to say too, there's a lot of reasons we can become numb. So please never hear it as it's a blame thing because it happens, right? Mm -hmm. Chronic pain, illness, stress, the world that we're living in, chronic fatigue, all of these things and a million more can cause that disconnect. And so then it's like, huh, noticing I'm starting to feel disconnected from my body or I'm feeling disconnected from aspects of my life. Usually the first place we're going to start is with you reconnecting to yourself. Totally. Absolutely. That that physical component of ourselves is so big. And so that's why even in this energy of the Lionsgate portal, again, I'm going to somewhat repeat myself, but we look at the Sirius star system and the Sirius sun as a physical central sun, plus our physical solar sun, plus our solar system, I mean, sun, plus our physical earth and our physical bodies. There's a big physical component registering the magnitude of energy that comes from that alignment. So there's like it's coming in spiritually and energetically as well as it is physically with an intensity of frequency and vibration that our body will register. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it is an extra push during this alignment of either triggers or awarenesses through the body and emotions, but also a big push for you to tune into your intuition and feel what is the next right step. And so Although we're talking about triggers, this is also a really beautiful time of manifestation, tuning into your body about what feels like the right next step of, you know, should I actually move to this other city? Let me feel into it. Yeah, I actually feel excitement in my body. I feel the energy ramping up versus the option of, you know, maybe staying where I am. Or should I do this or this? It's it's an amplification of energy through our physical bodies that we can use and so it doesn't even mean either that you are either in camp A of manifesting or camp B of clearing triggers. You actually can be dancing within both camps. And so it's really important within that, I think, to notice what you notice, notice what is coming up. Is it a trigger, a wound, or is it a next step forward and a harvest of something, mm-hmm. right? Because it can also be both. I think sometimes we get stuck in thinking we have to be one or the other, black or white. We have to identify with one form, but we are so multifaceted. And that has been such a, such a message that's been coming through from my guides throughout the summer is embracing the multifacetedness of self. And if you guys missed that, I did a podcast on it maybe a month ago. It's, I think that is the title. <laughs> but 
bringing in the multifaceted nature of self helps us then move and propel forward, especially when we have alignments like we do right now. And so I do want to repeat the fact that, yes, it is Aligned Skate Portal today, August 8th. But if you're listening to this a couple of days after, it is still heightened and open and amplified until the 12th. So there are still several days for you to make the most of this alignment and really get in there and, and create, mm-hmm. get busy creating because this is moldable manifesting energy. Mm-hmm. And, and I would take that even a step further and say, even if you're listening to this two months from now, tune into Sirius, tune mm-hmm. into the Syrians and their energies because they are, all, I mean, they're all always there um, and, and available for us to connect with. And I know sometimes I, I know in early in my journey, when I was listening to things, you're like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> but yeah. like, literally talk to them, be like, Hey, I need some help, or I'm trying to clear these triggers, or I'm trying to call this in. Notice what you notice, right? These things can come in so subtly. I think sometimes people think, oh, if you're a medium or an intuitive person, you're just like seeing aliens walking around all day, every day. Sometimes it is such subtle, teeny tiny things that come in that we that you can learn to intuit to say like, oh, that's actually what this is. I just thought it was like a breeze at a, mm-hmm. a you know a very random time or a coincidental time. You know, all of those things can can be accessed any time of the year. We're just in an amplified time in the Lionsgate right now. And, um, you know, I think, too, one of the other things you were talking about, like, you can dance in both the triggers and the manifesting. And I think the more you dance between the two, the easier it becomes to work with both of them, right? We've, you know, we're so, so true. We're, we're so for so long. It was like, don't talk about the scary things. Don't feel the scary things. If you push it away, it'll do And like, cute but no (laughs) we're we're (laughs) learning that's not how it is right does it maybe feel easier in the moment for sure but like I was saying like anything the more we learn to hold space for it the easier it gets not that it feels good but it is easier to move through it to know how your body needs support right when I when I'm talking with people about like self-care everyone's like oh cute eye roll because it's this overused word that feels a little like fluffy and like I don't really see how going to get my nails done is going to help but really, it's about your body and what you need. Sometimes like a nap is self-care. Sometimes going to bed early is a self-care. Sometimes doing your dishes so that your kitchen, I hate a messy kitchen in the morning. So like doing the dishes before I go to bed is self-care for me because I know I'm not going to be as stressed <laughs> the next morning if I'm late or whatever, right? So mm-hmm. tapping into what those small things are for you, your body and your spirit, I think are are important. And then the more we do those things, And the more we learn to process our triggers, the easier it becomes, the less present they are, the quicker they move, the more we can hop into the manifesting world quicker and and with less discomfort, I'll say. Um, So yeah, I think it's it. And, you know, we've, we've talked about this before in Spirit Coffee Talk, but it's like, we didn't come here as beings to like, have it be fluffy and easy. And, And I think you even mentioned your guides had said, uh, when we were talking about it was RVA um, that they were like, you got, you volunteered to be here at this time. Like, did you think it was going to be easy? Mm-hmm. Part of me is like, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. It's been a little tough. I could use some ease, but you know, in point taken, like we're here to learn lessons. We're here to, so for some folks, it is going to be easier than others. And, and that's, you know, an absolute, I think thing we can look around the world and agree on is like, for some people, it's a lot easier than others. And we don't know what their soul's journeys are. We don't know, you know, we're all here to learn individual things for ourselves and our own experience. And 
Sometimes that means more challenge than others. And um, sometimes that also means the world is set up to create challenges for us. And so what can we do to transmute that and change it and make a better world for those people? And so I, I always just think of it as like this big mishmash of all these different things going on. But at the end of the day, we are spirits that were sent here to learn and learn something, do something, be something. And the more we come back to ourselves, the clearer that'll be. And the more we can work in these types of energies or with these energies, even if it's outside of the Lionsgate portal, the, the more clarity and like alignment we can find. And again, it doesn't mean easy, but it just means that it, even in the hard stuff, it feels like you're on the right path. And I think that in and of itself can be a way to like take some of the heaviness off. I agree. I think that's so beautifully said. I love it. All right. Well, I think that's a beautiful place to leave it too. Yeah. I, I, um, I appreciate all your insights that you had to share and mm -hmm. uh, you truly just are such a wealth of information. So for anyone listening, I definitely encourage them to connect with you. You guys definitely collect, connect with Elise. If you're wanting to dive into that higher self, that body connection, if you're feeling like you just can't quite hear or connect and you wonder if there's any blocks, it may very well be in your body. So Elise has helped me many times, several times over in different ways to feel into things that I recognized I was spiritually bypassing. Mm. And because I could understand it on the higher spectrum of spirit stuff, mediumship stuff, or my guides explain something. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. But my body, my human body was still feeling the resonance of emotional things from certain things that I needed to let it allow it to come out. And so it revealed some really amazingly beautiful layers. So again, I want to say if anyone feels those blocks, talking to Elise would be really beneficial. So yeah, and it's beautiful timing because I have some, I have some clients wrapping up fall time. I've got some spaces. So if anybody wants to connect, I'm always happy to chat, whether it's via uh, for a mediumship reading for Avalon uh, or doing some longer term coaching. I'm always, I'm always happy because I think we're 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 in this point of the four-year phase where I think we're coming out of some of the challenges, not to say that things are going to stop, but I think we're starting to come down a little bit. And I know myself and a lot of other people I'm talking to are feeling like, okay, so I'm feeling a little bit more grounded, but a lot has come up and I don't know where to go, or mm -hmm. I'm deciding I want changes in my life, or I want these different things. I don't know how to get there. I'm afraid there's a lot happening. It's scary. So all things we can work through either by a higher self um, or longer term coaching, which includes all of that stuff as well. So yeah, awesome. happy to have any conversation anytime. I could just talk about this all forever. I know, right? It's fascinating. It's truly fascinating. Um, okay. Well, thank you again so much. Yeah. And thanks everyone for watching and listening and uh yeah, check out avalonspirit.com for more insights, opportunities for you to expand your journey. And I will be back again next week. And again, also check out Spirit Coffee Talk on the Avalon Spirit YouTube page for more uh, chats and talks with Elise and as well as Lisa. So I will see you guys all next week.